Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 367. Fitness is not a punishment. And suffering and surrender. Both by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there with permission from the authors, of course. Now, for those of you that celebrate, I want to wish you a very happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah begins tonight. And what's perfect is one of our articles today talks about how we diet around the holidays. And we are so overdue for an inspirational quote. So here we go. When we dream alone, it is only a dream. But when many dream together, it is the beginning of a new reality. Friedensreich Hundertwasser. All right, let's jump right in here. Today's two posts as we optimize your life. Fitness is not a punishment by Nikhar Fanuni of nikharfanuni.com. I have to work off all the food I ate yesterday at Thanksgiving dinner. Please, no. Indulging around the holidays is quite common. And while I do encourage intelligent and mindful indulgences, We don't always stay aligned with those intentions, do we? Sometimes we overindulge. Sometimes we feel gasp, guilty over what we've consumed. Sometimes we end up with a hefty dose of holiday bloat. It happens, to all of us. And of course, I will continue to encourage awareness around consumption and avoidance of indulgence to the point of discomfort and detriment. But I will also discourage the urge to rush to the gym and quote-unquote work off said indulgences. In fact, I will strongly caution against this type of behavior because ultimately, it's destructive. Because the truth is, we can have a holiday feast without feeling guilty about it. And one or two days of nutritional debauchery aren't going to magically ruin weeks or months of intentional and mindful eating. Because fitness is not a punishment, it's a privilege. Bodies are meant to move. Life is meant to be fully lived. And food is meant to be enjoyed. We absolutely should go to the gym, of course. You know how I love to smash sweats, attempt feats of strength, and get as sweaty as possible. I will never, ever tell you not to work out. But let's work out because we love our bodies and we love to move. Because we are grateful for the ability to do so and vow not to squander that gift. Because we want to be our strongest, most physically independent, and capable selves. Because fitness makes us feel powerful and purposeful. Not because we're punishing ourselves for our food choices. Movement is not a punishment. It's what makes us feel alive. Remember this as we enter deeper into this festive season. Hold it in your heart and feel it in your bones and move and move and move because it's what you're meant to do. 
Suffering and Surrender by Nigar Fanuni of nigarfanuni.com. Surrender is one of my favorite topics to teach because it seems so counterintuitive at first. In fact, for much of 2015, my purpose word was yield as I was learning to soften and surrender in my life. There tends to be a lot of confusion around the idea of surrender, and I get that. It's completely understandable for us to associate the idea of surrender with giving up, quitting, or ceasing to care. If I'm not attached to the way things will turn out, how can I accomplish anything? How can I have any ambition? If I let go, aren't I just giving up, floating around the world without purpose? Doesn't that make me a nihilist? The truth is, surrender is actually an integral part of our ability to cultivate a connected, meaningful, low-stress life. But if we can't understand what it truly means, there's no way we can fully embrace it. Surrender isn't giving up hope or not being an active participant in your own life. It's the affirmation that we can't control outcomes and trying to do so will only cause us pain. It means that you consciously and purposefully choose the direction of your life, channel your highest full energy towards that intention, and then let go of the rest. We can't control what happens. We try like to our own detriment, but we absolutely can't. And when we attach to the way we think and believe things are supposed to turn out, the only thing we get in return is suffering. Our narrative becomes, this isn't how it was supposed to be, or this is so unfair. The worst part about this is, while we're suffering and lamenting how unfair everything is, we're so engaged with our suffering that we miss the opportunity to see what's right in front of us. We don't see the opportunities presented by obstacles because we are more heavily focused on our desired outcome than desired feelings. But the truth is, attachment to desired outcome is a game we simply cannot win. When we expect things to develop in a certain way and it doesn't work out, we end up with two choices. Settle completely in our role as the victim or aggressively judge ourselves and blame others for why things didn't turn out as planned. But there's actually a third option, one that only manifests once we let go of the outcome, one that can only be utilized when we learn to surrender. There's a desired feeling that we can only inhale When we learn to yield. Freedom. When we get clear on our intentions and desired feelings, instead of attaching to desired outcomes, we experience an intoxicating sense of freedom, the kind of freedom that only exists when we understand that nothing that happens is under our control. I want you to ask yourself a crucial question How do I want to feel in my life? What freedoms do I crave? What types of experiences, relationships, and career do I want to have? What lights me up and makes me come alive? How do I never want to feel in my life again? Figure out the direction you'd like to go and what you need to align with in order to manifest those things and back it up consciously and consistently with your energy and your actions. Then, let the rest go. When you can learn to let go, you'll twist and turn with life's obstacles rather than against them. You'll have the clarity necessary to see what arises and use it to your advantage instead of struggling against it. You'll have awareness and acceptance, which will allow you to learn from life's obstacles and carve the path you're meant to follow. You'll stop feeling so much unnecessary stress, shame, and frustration if you can learn how to let go of desired outcomes and get in touch with desired feelings. If you can learn to surrender, to use your immense power to direct your energy, you'll be capable of being fully at peace with the constant flow of your life. You just listened to the posts titled Fitness is Not a Punishment and Suffering and Surrender 
both by Nagar Fanuni of nagarfanuni.com. Do you want to know what one of the biggest stressors in our lives is? It's feeling a lack of control. When we don't have control over our lives, like when and how and where we get to do what we want to do, it leads to increased feelings of stress. Think about those things in your life right now that are causing you the most stress. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's money. Chances are when you think of why those things are stressing you out, it's probably because there's some lack of control there. When it comes to your job, maybe it's you can't control your boss's feelings towards you or you can't control your hours or what projects you're assigned. With money, it may be you're feeling like you're paying too much when it comes to your rent or your mortgage. The money is just slipping through your fingers. You can't control it. The traffic and the crowds, especially this time of year, you're feeling out of control. You won't be able to get that parking spot or you won't be able to purchase that gift you're gonna be late. These are all things that make you feel, again, out of control. Now, some of these things we actually can influence. Other things, not so much. The crowds, the traffic, you can't really influence those things. So what do you need to do in that case? Just as Ms. Fanuni said, you've got to let it go. But to help lower your stress levels, take control of those things that you do have control over. Get a grip on those things. Harness your energy on those things and let everything else, the things, the feelings, the people, those things that you cannot control, you've got to let it go. And I know it's tough, I get it. I like to control things. I like to be in control all the time. I've struggled with this for a long time, but I'm working towards it. I'm trying to let things go. And you know what? It has been helping. It's been helping tremendously. Because I realized, as Ms. Fanuni asked, how do I want to feel in my life? I don't want to feel constantly disappointed. I don't want to feel constantly stressed because I can't control things. It's much more freeing to just let it go. And speaking of letting things go and being zen, tomorrow we're going to have a post from Zen Habits. So definitely come back for that. That's going to do it for today's show. But I'll be back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.